Wisdomers, how are we? I'm back. Everyone, I hope everyone's going well today right now. We've definitely seen, you know, a lot of changes in the social media and tech world as well, which is quite interesting, you know. Uh, the thing is about uh, this Elon Musk buying out Twitter. Thank God for that, you know. Has free speech returned as well? You know that? That's an interesting one because you got to think about these uh, tech companies. You know. That uh, how they're shadow banning people, you know, and it's it's not cool as well. How you know, content creators like myself have experienced shadow banning and discrimination from these tech companies such as Twitter, you know, where they have these algorithms that virtually it's like mind control at the end of the day, which I just get fed up with, you know. I really do. And it's like, well, I just don't understand. Uh, You know, what's going on with these tech companies? It's like, you know, I'm such a talented young man And it it just becomes like a slap in the face, uh, which is quite sad as well. With, uh, as a content creator. And I'm thinking, well, if Elon Musk's uh, deal brought Twitter out, I hope for the best that he can, you know... make changes on uh, Twitter's behalf and, you know, find out, okay, how we can make Twitter a a better place for, you know, the free freedom of speech as, you know, how I'm uh, heavily interested in freedom of speech, you know, supporting the uh, right you know, wing in uh, politics myself. But uh, it's quite interesting uh, how, you know, these algorithms are just virtually making you not non-existent anymore. And it's, it does upset me, actually, to a point, you know, that. I mean, there is a Twitter alternative that I'm using called uh, Mastodon at the moment. And it's pretty much like, uh, yeah, a Twitter alternative if you're not interested in algorithms burying you. Because it's just, it's, it's not fair, like, how... You know, you put all this hard work, time, effort, and energy in. And it's like, you know, you're non-existent. You don't exist. And it does affect people's businesses who uh, have to heavily rely on uh, social media as well. So we're going to see it. Definitely it's nice to see a change uh, on Twitter's behalf with uh, Elon Musk. And this surprised me because I was reading this in the Sydney Morning Herald. There is a social media uh, platform I use as well called WebTalk. Uh, that's, that's been fantastic to, you know, monetize my content and, you know, help basically grow... Uh, my following organically just by being myself on social media because you get uh, 
a lot of influencers uh, uh, out there who basically, you know, portray themselves to have a very glamorous lifestyle and yet are causing depression, anxiety um, as well, which is quite sad, you know, very sad. And all they just do is just sit on Instagram and just stay home and just being an influencer. You know, for me, it's just kind of... Yeah, there's kind of a lot of bullshit involved in it. The influencer lifestyle, I guess. You know, it's like when tech companies get bought out because, like, YouTube is now owned by Google, and, you know, clearly I do not like Google at all. I think they're bastards, to be honest. Uh, you know, I think Facebook's now owned by Meta, as we've seen. So this will get interesting, the uh, Twitter buyout with uh, Elon Musk, and... You know, I'll give a congratulations to um, Elon Musk for, you know, standing up for what you believe in, freedom of speech as well. And, you know, making a change for everyone. Because I think, at the end of the day, we need change. Change is very important. Uh, change is what... Uh, can, you know, make social media improve itself, you know, without being shadow banned. Did a talk a couple of days ago about uh, shadow banning on um, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. You know, I, I don't know why they get to the point where they just become greedy, these, uh, these tech corporations as well. Yeah, it's not cool how they do that. But let's just say, look, change is on its way. We need change in, in tech. Because I believe us content creators have the right to be heard. And the right for freedom of speech. But not uh, hate speech. Hate speech or bullying is unacceptable. And yes, I agree that that shit is not tolerated. But we've seen now how algorithms are virtually trying to think like a human being once was as moderators. We've seen on these tech companies where before... It was, well, the moderator had to, say, report someone, but now getting to the point where algorithms are, you know, almost thinking like a human being. So, yeah, it's quite uh, interesting what's going to happen with the share prices, although I'm not really involved in all the shares, but uh, I think it was a great business strategy from uh, Elon Musk to buy Twitter out, and good on him for that. Or the solution is, use a Twitter alternative, like Mastodon is what I'm using at the moment. You know... So these are, these are how we can solve problems with uh, tech companies. If there's a genius out there who's willing to create another platform that's better, then do it, you know. Because I think at one point Twitter was dying out for some time. It was. Ah, 
good old jolly social media. You know that. So who knows how this this strategy will go? I think it's I think this is fantastic. On uh, Elon's behalf, I think he's a very clever businessman with Tesla, SpaceX as well. I'm a huge fan of SpaceX. It was uh, quite funny when he was on the Joe Rogan Experience, right? And he, and he was, uh, he was, yeah, <laughs> he was, <laughs> he was smoking pot and smoking weed on the Joe Rogan. He was just like. Not even giving a shit anymore. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love Elon Musk. He's the best. He's the best. You know that. <laughs> oh, I love wisdom. Wisdom's awesome. You know that. All right, weather right now. It's Thursday at 8.19 a.m. in the morning in Sydney, Australia. Looks cloud out there, cloudy out there. The weather looks shitty as well. Right now the weather is 18 degrees. They're predicting... Uh, well, hopefully it's going to be sunny, but if not, it'll be overcast. Rain predicted today. Top 23 degrees Celsius, lower 15 degrees Celsius. Uh, precipitation 17%, humidity 95%, wind 0 kilometers an hour. Uh, 64 degrees Fahrenheit, a top of 73 degrees Fahrenheit, and a low of 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Precipitation 17%. Humidity, 95%. Wind, 0 miles per hour as well. Yes, that's the weather that we've been uh, having as well in uh, beautiful you know, Australia. But I've noticed too in the night time, I think it's been a bit humid lately for some reason. I don't know why. Could be me. Yeah. So, guys, if you're looking for alternative platform to YouTube, uh, Rumble is highly recommended for content creators, uh, especially who, you know, want to monetize their work straight away. I'll leave a link in the description for Rumble as well. Definitely check that out. Yes, Rumble is free to use and... and there's no need to wait for the thousand subscribers to monetize straight away. If you're looking to create graphic design work or thumbnails for your content, album work, social media, Canva is fantastic. And that's what I use. Canva is uh, a great um, uh, graphic design platform for myself. I've pretty much used it since I've started my journey as an entrepreneur and content creator. And that's what I highly recommend is Canva as well. If you can get use it, I'll put a link in the show notes as well when this podcast airs. Uh, you can follow me on Mastodon. I am on uh, WebTalk as well. If you like the show and want to support my work, you can support me on Patreon. Uh, I've got it, and you can support me with merchandise on my Redbubble store and uh, what else? T Public store, yes. If you guys are looking to write royalty free music uh, and you're a composer, content creator, uh, you want to sell your work. Uh, video stock footage Pond5 is free to join I highly recommend going the royalty free route uh, in as a content creator because it definitely uh, you know you want to add value to your work as well being um, in the royalty free journey as a composer or a content creator, etc., etc., which is good. It's been a very good journey for myself as well. You know that. 
and you know all you can do is just keep persisting with it and just keep on uh, keep on going you know that is what I, what I think is how we should yeah keep living life but which brings me to another uh, point right now is the uh, situation with Vladimir Putin and the war in Ukraine. Okay. And this is uh, still ongoing problem. This is uh, Putin's agenda to uh, push communism uh, across Europe as well. Now... Obviously, you've seen business has been affected. Uh, inflation has gone up, especially under Joe Biden. Uh, we've had inflation problem even under even under Scomos in Australia. Uh, now Russia is uh, refusing to supply or, uh, gas as well. So this gets very complicated. I know that the, I think the Australian government is paying people to go use solar panels uh, for climate change as well. Now, yeah, I think solar panels is a good idea, but do are they 100% going to work, provide you power and electricity? Uh, and is it better to use solar, solar panels instead of paying... Uh, the electricity company, you know, money to the electricity or gas company as well, which they're greedy bastards and they just make too much money out of you. Alright, so I can see we've got a guest waiting. I will bring you on as well. Guys, please be respectful to one another on this wonderful platform, and yeah. All right, hello. Hello, hello. How you doing, brother? Yeah, good. How are you? Great. Peace to the room. Peace to the room. I see you got an interesting topic. Elon Musk, Twitter buyout, the freedom of speech. What do you think is going on here? Well, I think uh, Elon Musk has uh, decided to buy Twitter out and uh, for the freedom of speech as well so people can express their right-wing views on Twitter without being shadow banned or, you know, banned from Twitter. We know that Donald Trump was uh, banned from Twitter at the same time, although he was writing, I don't know, some crazy comments. So it, it's an interesting one because Elon Musk is a clever businessman we know that with SpaceX and Tesla. So we, it's good to have a change for Twitter. Is what I think. Yeah, you know, Twitter was on the decline for a while. Uh, as far as the bots, a lot of people suspected they were getting a lot of bot activity. They were also seeing fiduciary, irresponsible moves by the board. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're not looking at a good quarterly, and I think Elon really timed it for the first quarter to come out, and uh, and it's not looking good. And Twitter's seeing a decline at the same time. Elon Musk bought about nine or so percent of it, and then went into mm -hmm. negotiating phase for the rest of the forty. What that does is, if he were to pull out because you piss him off and sell off everything, not only does the mm -hmm. quarterlies hurt your stock, now Elon sells, and because of the clause, they have a billion dollar clause. Either one of them pulls out Twitter in the board or Elon Musk in this case they owe each other a billion dollars so if Elon says you know what I'm backing out he owes Twitter a billion if Twitter says mm -hmm. you know what Elon screw you they owe Elon a billion and so what happens mm -hmm. is they get a billion taxed on them and Elon pulls out and their quarterly is bad they have a responsibility to the shareholders they were cornered into this and I think very expertly and very necessarily because their stock went up 20% when he t everything mm. he touches turns to gold. So now they're put in a position whether they're going to prioritize some political bias uh, monopoly on, on freedom of speech, which is very childish, or they're going to prioritize the shareholders and do their job and make a successful mm -hmm. platform 
that is not essentially a clubhouse room where anybody who agrees with me, you know, can be up here and speak. And if you don't, I'll move you down, I'll mute you, and here's an echo chamber, right? Just, if you're going to do that, then declare yourself as an echo chamber. Don't play these games of, you know, we're a freedom of speech, and then all the while, you can prove that you're not. Mm. Yeah, well, tw Twitter decide, tried to do the whole uh, uh, social audio at the same time. And I remember uh, during the pandemic, actually, uh, Facebook was trying to do, like, rooms at the same time. But clearly they failed on that, which is... I don't know why they can't succeed on everything. Um, yeah, Twitter was actually on the decline and Twitter was dying out for a while, I remember. But uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting how, how Twitter will change now, uh, especially with all these uh, shareholders and investors. And uh, yeah, I'd like to see where Twitter's going to go. But as I said, there's alternatives to Twitter. There's a platform called Mastodon as well that I have started using and I'm, I'm very happy with it but again it's these algorithms that uh, it's like well if they don't agree with your content they just bury you so no one can see you and uh, it's very hard to promote your business and promote your work at the same time yeah, you're essentially banned without actually being officially banned. It's so small of them, the reason that they're banning you, that they don't want to tell you to your face. It's called a shadow ban. And they've denied, actually, the existence of this process within their algorithms. Up until recently, when Project Veritas on YouTube, if you look it up, just came out with leaked footage of them admitting it within their own internal emails that they do do this practice. Mm. And that would contradict what the top lawyer said on the world's largest podcast which one of the uh, newspapers, actually, one of the uh, major news outlets were banned. Not only shadow banned, but outright banned for uh, tweeting about the Hunter Biden laptop, for example. And the top lawyer of Twitter made that decision and said the laptop was Russian misinformation and does not exist. Now the New York mm -hmm. Times, 18 months later, come out and say it's true. And everybody has to accept it. And, you know, everybody that Twitter usually agrees with is saying, no, 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 it's... It's real. It just got entered into congressional record within the United States. Mm. So there's no escaping it. It was a huge mistake. And now her new boss, Elon Musk, tweeted to a reporter saying, oh, no, this decision to censor the truth was an, a, quote, obvious big mistake. You know, something like that. Mm. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. And so your new boss is basically already weighing in on how terrible of a decision maker you are, you know what I mean? So the writing was on the wall for her. She was actually crying about it in the boardroom meeting. And one has to guess, you know, what kind of leadership is Twitter dealing with to be tanking like this and, and waiting so long to let Elon Musk bring them out of debt, essentially, uh, with her head? Mm. The thing is, like, Elon Musk could have just gone and created another Twitter alternative. The guy's a billionaire is uh, he could have just competed another form of Twitter that would compete with them, that would be better. He's clearly done that with SpaceX and Tesla as well, uh, funding the space program. He's a very wealthy man. You know, I totally agree with that, uh, Stefan. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that... Stephen. How do you say it? Uh, Stephen. Stephen. I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. Stephen. Okay. <laughs> this is my second week on the app, so... <laughs> I apologize, brother. Stephen, uh, yeah, yep. the, point, the point I think, and it's not an ancillary point that you're making, but the point I think Elon's trying to make is, well, Trump's doing this already with True Social, and perhaps uh, what happened to Parler, which has happened to me, where they just got rid of Parler and everything, and so they kind of disassociate with Parler. You know, something interesting happened with Facebook and Twitter, the news media began showing tweets and Facebook posts within their, you know, typical apparatus. And what's happening mm. now is news media is stopped. They're not really adopting anybody. Maybe TikTok, but that's it. They're not really doing that. They're not including in the debates and all of this like they do with Twitter and Facebook. And so Elon says, you know, what if I take over one of your behemoth that's already accepted? That's And again, when these new platforms, people that want to be in echo chambers, they're not going to leave Twitter and go to a new platform. They want to stay mm. in their echo chamber. So by invading the echo chamber, so to speak, and not necessarily banning anybody, but just simply saying, I'm going to be an 
even keeled moderator. I'm not going to choose favorites. That is enough to make a lot of people very upset. I think that's telling. Yeah. That it would be freedom of speech. It has made me upset. Uh, you know, I, I am someone who supports freedom of speech, but not hate speech or bullying. That's totally unacceptable. Uh, although, if you if you listen to my music, uh, it's it's just who I am. It's who I write, and I have a right to be heard because I put all that hard work and energy. And it's just like I, I've just yeah shadow banned. I've it's I've experienced it myself, and it sucks. <laughs> You know, it's interesting. Um, I don't think you or I, who have been shadow banned by these companies, have said any bullying words or, or hate speech to anybody. Just simply talking no. about a laptop that was entered into evidence, I'm banned, but somebody who's shouting someone down, or criticizing mm. a politician with the most vitriol hate you can imagine, you know, they're mm. fine. They have their Twitter. Somebody who is a part of a terrorist organization, Al-Qaeda or ISIS, mm. They, they can keep their Twitter, the leaders of, of That's these not people fair. who behead and, and they show violence. Our children yeah. see them and that on Twitter. That's not a problem. But if you or mm. I want to spread some truth about a simple laptop hard drive or want to bring justice to criminals, well, the mm. wrong criminals, then you know we're banned. Yeah. Uh, that's how it operates that, that's, right now. And that's the thing, like... Um, Fox News, uh, uh, they've even tried to censor Fox News, um, Sky News Australia because they're very, they're on the right, uh, and they they do spread the truth, and they they pretty much just want to close them down. Like these tech companies, they have the power just to they can just like that close you down tomorrow. Yeah, it's uh, it seems like they're more than just tech companies. I mean, obviously, they have 30 lobbyists for every one congressman. And in a lot of these different countries, they're transnational in nature. And they seem to be mm. able to go to summits with not only just tech, but banking industries, uh, you know, health, high-level health officials and whatnot. And so they move in, in very uh, in lockstep. And they're very open about mm -hmm. this uh, conglomerate movement. They call it the New World Order. And so this mm. is not a left or right issue. Um, it's just whatever party is expedient to the agenda at hand. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's something that people could be aware of. And, you know, it's not my typical uh, vein of what I talk about on Wisdom App. I usually say this type of stuff on Clubhouse. Um, but I'm not saying mm -hmm. left or right. I don't believe uh, we have to pick a wing mm -hmm. of the same bird. I think we need to definitely tap into our own empowerment and, and stop mm. giving our power away to those who clearly are going to serve their own interests. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, believe in yourself and keep creating amazing work and be an entrepreneur, I think, and make a change. It's what I'd like to see. You know, this move by Elon is mm. its pretty incredible. He said that he would give them zero dollars and save Twitter a three million off the bat as far as mm. the board's salary every year. And that was a troll that he, he tweeted. Uh, he said that, in fact, he was testing their, their virtue signal positions mm -hmm. and said, you know what? There's a homeless population in California because of the leadership there and the people who mm. fund the leadership there. Why don't we turn Twitter headquarters into a homeless shelter? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, a virtue signal your way out of that one, right? And he did a poll well, think, and... 98% mm. of people on Twitter said, yeah, do it. Well, do it because, uh, yeah, Cal uh, California, San Francisco, uh, yeah, has a very bad homeless problem, especially in San Francisco is worse. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where all the tech uh, uh, giants are for some reason. I don't know why they go to San Francisco. Oh, they like it there, um, where these policies are, are clearly creating bedlam for the average person, and then the mismanagement of the city is so bad that people can't afford to live there. The taxation is run so rampant, mm -hmm. the government so overreached in their power uh, that mm -hmm. this is what it looks like. And, you know, it's just open that freedom of speech is dead, and the people who are in Silicon Valley believe that, and they live that every day. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's interesting. It's we're seeing it too in Australia. Um, yeah, freedom of speech. People are getting cancelled themselves by news media, uh, and the Australian government's well trying to crack down on these tech companies and saying, "Hey, it's you know, it's just not right." You know, I want your opinion on Eli in particular because he's. Uh, I, I can't put my finger on where his loyalties lie. It seems like an obvious mm. question at first, but then I remember he, he does have Neuralink. He does have certain things that have to make me question. His stated reason for Neuralink is, well, if they're using this AI capabilities and they could be weaponized, then the only way mm. to stay safe is to create our own. Um, and I wonder, you know, because uh, you have to. You have to be critical thinker at this point in time. But uh, mm. it seems like on the surface, um, everything uh, looks good with him. What do you think? Well, I think he is good. I think he's trying to change the future of, uh, uh, you know, travel. I think Tesla's trying to come up with their own trucks as well, which is pretty cool. Um, SpaceX, I think he's done well with the space. He wants to go to Mars send astronauts to Mars one day. Uh, I hope, he, I really hope he does. Yeah, I think under the current administration, he had to belay that. Uh, he was set mm -hmm. on the previous one uh, for 2024. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually 2023, that would be next year. Uh, now mm -hmm. he's pushed way back, way back to, I think, 28. Uh, that's unfortunate. I don't know why this uh, current administration doesn't want that type of progress um but uh, you know there's a lot of subterfuge and uh, certainly more than meets the eye on the surface happening mm -hmm. yeah well you know you gotta understand mars is a long way away it's gonna take a year to get there and one year to get back to go all the way there it's gonna it's gonna be quite interesting how if, if they can, if um, SpaceX can pull it off. Well, with traditional propulsion rockets, assuming you're not using a plasmir, plasmir engine, and just look that up, V-A-S-M-I-R, and uh, mm -hmm. this Vasmir plasma engine uh, is only meant to be used when you're already in orbit. And mm -hmm. so you can't blast off with it, per se, but when you do use it, you wouldn't even need to use a slingshot with traditional rocket propulsion, um, you know, around the moon or even the Earth, uh, and then it used that momentum uh, to go to Mars when Mars is at a particular time where it's closest to Earth. And at the time, all of that, when you have this type of a Vasmir engine, it's uh, much, much faster propulsion. And so uh, it's pretty interesting. You're at, uh, at least near Earth orbit. But I think we have technologies that would surprise a lot of people. You know, uh, we have a Space Force after all. And is anybody mm. familiar with the type of propulsion Space Force is using? No, it's all classified. And so for us mm -hmm. to speculate without that type of need to know information uh, from the intelligence agencies, meaning unless you know what they know, you cannot actually consider yourself intelligent when it comes to matters mm. happening, anthropologically speaking. Well, there's a lot, uh, especially NASA, kept uh, classified from the American public for years, actually, about the moon landing. There's a lot of things they don't tell you, especially SpaceX. They're, they're not going to re reveal everything they do. Mm -hmm. Certainly. Things are kept private, you know. Well, yes, and I think the evidence of this is SpaceX was caught recently uh, having something in the foreground, something very, very peculiar, almost like a you know, moving cloud in space. It's very odd. And then they cut, immediately cut, to a different uh, camera uh, as if they were trying to hide it. And then it still mm -hmm. appeared uh, much, much further back in the foreground, and, uh, and you could see it anyway. So, uh, and that was, uh, you know, that's on Secure Team 10. If those who want to look it up on YouTube, it was certainly all over the news as well. Something mysterious caught in SpaceX camera. I believe the New York Post uh, had a report on mm -hmm. that. So if you're interested in that, I mean, what are they trying to hide? And well, went on the concert with this. Well, here's a question for you. Uh, is your name Zen Zenzai, is it? I can see. <laughs> well, now we're even, yeah. eh? It's, uh, it's like uh, yeah. the word sensei. 
which is teacher. Oh, sensei, sorry. But uh, with a Z, because uh, I too teach Zen, Zen mastery. Mm -hmm. That's an awesome practice that I love. So I put it together, and it's Zen. Zenza, yeah. Anyway, the thing is, the UFO debate was going on for years and years. Now, I, I have not seen any aliens. I, I don't believe it until I see it in person. Now, could that have been a UFO SpaceX was trying to hide? Well, the typical vernacular is UFO. Uh, the debate has been settled, although many First World nations leading up to the United States doing the Pentagon Papers last year did admit this phenomenon existed. Uh, the military mm -hmm. seemed to turn 180, full, full 180, on their position, and they've renamed it uh, UAP. And the Pentagon Papers mm -hmm. says specifically 144 instances of UAPs have been not only trilocated through a military personnel eyewitness, uh, multiple radar, multiple satellite tracking uh, data, mm -hmm. and all the rest of it, the technology, that these things have been spotted and tracked. And, and certainly they didn't include uh, many things like the Dome of the Rock and other things that the U.S. Uh, witnessed. But, uh, but the ones that they did uh, were damning. They said that they really couldn't explain it and didn't believe it, it mm. belonged to any earthly uh, technology that they were that exotic and mm. far ahead of us. And so, you know, you don't have them going so far as to admit it, but anybody who can synthesize, you know, synthesize any, any amount of evidence such as this uh, already knows. And so they've slow walked us to this point, and certainly it would seem from the evidence they presented uh, had an official policy of lying to us, uh, gaslighting us, and technically coming from a government with that widespread of a lie is uh, it's, it's tantamount to psychological warfare in terms of hiding something this big. The thing is, uh, you got to like you, you get uh, Area Fifty One, and uh, I think there was conspiracy theories they were building um, military aircraft with UFO spare parts that crash landed in Roswell and experimenting on aliens. Uh, people have claimed they've been abducted by aliens as well, but it's how do they provide the evidence? You know, if you went to a psychiatrist and said, I was abducted by an alien and I had a dream, they think you're crazy. You know, that was initially the case, and I think it's a great question. And I think until we get three, four, five million over the year worldwide cases, uh, you know, mm. it was just, it was, you're crazy. But now I think it's being more and more accepted. You know, it wasn't so long ago, 10 years ago, uh, where if you said Bilderberg Group or many groups that have proven to be true, this Illuminati type of transnational thing, it was insane, utterly crazy. Mm -hmm. and now, if you say New World Order, well, you only have to look at you know any amount of politicians saying it openly for decades, but you see mm -hmm. it being put into action, this, this normal uh, and sort of this uh, anti-U.S. constitutional outlook on how things should be, and mm -hmm. uh, for whatever reason, um, but uh, it, it's, it's people's world. It's if they want to be ruled that way or not, or if they want to empower themselves. Uh, you know, you can choose your paradigm, and that's the beautiful thing about the universe, in my opinion. Yeah, the universe is, is, is there's so much the universe science can't explain. I am a uh, meditator as well, so I believe in the spiritual world. Um, very into the chakras, and yeah, spirituality. I, I don't know, science just can't explain spirituality or the paradigm. <laughs> Yeah, I think at one point that was extremely true, um, but I think you know up until recently we're starting to see it with quantum physics, and quantum mm -hmm. physics uh, alludes to things like superposition, where you know a particular mm -hmm. particle can be in more than one place at the same time. It seems more like magic to us, but it's just quantum mm -hmm. entanglement, and so it's this exotic science that begins to explain what we would normally define as magic. That's why it has its own mm -hmm. substrata, so to speak, within science in and of itself. When you look at quantum physics, you begin to understand black hole territory. It's an interdimensional shift of understanding uh, that somehow everything that we base our, or even genetically, our own vision, light, mm -hmm. uh, can somehow be sucked into something. Our, our whole paradigm, our physical science paradigm, is based on light. 
and this is being sucked in, almost like being flushed down the toilet, so to speak. And black holes are so intimate to our relationship with life that our very existence in the Milky Way galaxy is orbiting mm. a supermassive black hole in the section of Sagittarius. And so this is um, a phenomenon that we cannot hide from, but yet explains magic in its entirety. Um, the, the amazing nature that you're referencing through black hole territory, zero-point energy fields, where everything coalesces, coagulates as one, getting sucked in uh, to this, meaning the attractiveness, the density, the reverberation of the particles, that whatever is in this black hole is oscillating even faster than the speed of light itself, which is why light sucked in and you can't see it. There's an event horizon because there's no light refracting off your retina for your brain to flip the image for. And so mm. that's how that operates. Yeah, the universe is, uh, yeah, there's so much to the universe. I remember Stephen Hawking was, uh, I think he was trying to explain about all the universe and the Big Bang. Although Stephen Hawking, he was an atheist. Um, now, he had some good points about the solar system as well. But I, I, I could never relate to Stephen Hawking's work myself. You know, Hawking was around when quantum physics wasn't taken as seriously as it is now. And when you take the reason being is because there's so much unexplained. You see, you, you said it, you hit the nail on the head when you said science in and of itself, traditionally, they just can't explain it. Thus, the advent of quantum physics. And quantum physics is a more flexible, a more oneness paradigm with quantum entanglement, certainly, a way of looking at things. And, and there's just so many things I can say about it. But if you look at a quasar, for example, you have proven something is coming out of a black hole, right? And actually, a quasar, when you look up the definition, is defined as a super luminous gaseous accretial disk. That's a quasar. So this super luminous gaseous accretial disk is coming out of a black hole, and then that slows down its reverberation. That's why it's super luminous. It's operating as a plasma state of matter. And then when it cools down, it turns into orc clouds, galaxies, solar systems, planets, what have you. And so as that's occurring, consciousness is expressing on every level, including and up until we come around. And we've come from a quasar. All the subatomic particles you see spewing into our existence is coming from the unseen. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, I've, I've talked all about that in one of my podcasts on my show. Uh, it's the only one I have, the first one I did. And so if you're interested in that, you can tap into that a little later. But uh, certainly uh, that's what's happening. We owe our existence to the unseen. That's the paradox uh, that we live in. And that's pure consciousness, which uh, is where everything has sprung from. That's black hole territory. Yeah, it's interesting, the universe, and it, there's a lot of power in the universe. There's talks of a uh, war in space in the future. That's why these billionaires are funding space programs, because they're all becoming independent. Um, uh, one time it was the government uh, was funding NASA, but I don't think they do that anymore. Yeah, I think it's interesting because just in the past two weeks, you have the government seemingly disclosing that nuclear weapons were floated uh, for going into space. And not only just going into space with nuclear weapons, if that wasn't bizarre enough, you know, including the context we're given about space, um, but that uh, mm -hmm. exploded on the moon, a nuclear attack mm -hmm. on the moon. And the stated reason, amongst trying to disclose many other things, including wormhole technology, free energy technology, anti-gravity technology, which is just zero-point energy engines, which would take us to mm -hmm. Mars in a matter of minutes, by the way. Mm -hmm. You know, just put all that out there and say, yeah, we floated the ideas of uh, you know, nuking the moon in the 70s, and here's the proof. Well, why mm. tell us this? You know, why why come forward with this bizarre theory of nuking the moon if you haven't already? So I would argue, you know, this already has has happened. Wars in space already exist, and perhaps even underground. I dare say. And mm -hmm. what I would say to that is, what you're seeing right now are these wars bubbling to the surface uh, into our society, who's supposed to be uh, totally unaware. 
And now you're going to see more laissez-faire because of the desperation of the battle, as far as what we're allowed to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's... uh I mean, how many times did NASA go to the moon? Thir- 13, 17 times or something? Well, NASA is a front-facing public version of what predated um, the deceased president, JFK, and that probably cost him mm. his life. Uh, he essentially disclosed what was already an SSP, Secret Space Program, getting out of control corporate version uh, that didn't have to say anything to Congress, was totally unaccountable um, to the American people. It was getting dark money from the government itself. And so you have that, uh, you have Space Force very similarly um, being revealed to the American public by a very hated president. And I wouldn't have been surprised if he met the same fate as JFK by these organizations. Um, by disclosing uh, there is a military arm uh, that has already been in place but is now a public-facing version of the military arm that has been in space for quite some time, even as early as the 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much secrets in Congress that they're not telling us as well. So well, who you knows? Know. Who knows if this will all come to truth one day? Um, but yeah, there's so much that all, uh, I'd say all governments are keeping secret from the, uh, population. No, I'd have to agree with you, brother. And, uh, you know, just saying what I've said here, um, but I hope no one found offensive. It's just purely the truth. I could be shadow banned, and I don't know, you know, because a lot of this truth is very inconvenient uh, to those who have a lot of power. And so with that, I would say, you know, Twitter could turn into a place that doesn't shadow ban mm-hmm. people who speak about this. And maybe the next move for everybody. Yeah. I don't know. Only time will tell, but I, I certainly hope it is. That's it. Great to have you on the uh, podcast today. Uh, I really want to thank you for jumping on as well. Absolutely, brother. Thank you for having me. I'll go ahead and drop you a follow. Uh, I've seen you around and I really like your work. So thank you, brother. Namaste. Thank you. On the state by that was that was an awesome uh, that was really great to have a chat uh, about uh, you know what's going on in shadow banning as well guys as well yeah it's just being able to speak up what you believe in without using hate speech or bullying as well but yes it is true we have seen uh, terrorist organizations create accounts on social media and get away with it, which is quite sad. And that that is not acceptable. You know, uh, we've seen uh, Russian influencers actually demonetized from YouTube and and uh, Instagram and all the social media platforms because, and it's not their fault. They may not. Su- <coughs> They may not be supporting Putin, and yet it's like, sorry, we're going to demonetize you, shadow ban you. Like I said, I've experienced it myself. It's like, you know, you virtually just do not exist. And it's just, yeah, they deny it. Spotify will do it. All these tech companies are shadow banning people as well. But, uh, you know, if there's an alternative to Twitter, by all means, go for it. Like I, like I said before, uh, I'm using a platform called uh, Mastodon as well. If you can get on that, I recommend I'll leave a links. I'll leave the links in the show notes when this episode airs. Uh, guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Stephen Shields radio show and turn on notifications whenever you get your podcasts as well. New podcasts are out every Friday at uh, 6 p.m. Sydney, Australia time as well. And if you can subscribe, give a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. I am now on Amazon Music, which is pretty cool. Uh, So trying to get myself uh, on as many places as possible. Uh, if uh, If you're creating videos, Rumble, uh, I found very good. Uh, it's uh, definitely helped me. You, you can sync your Rumble uh, account with your YouTube channel, so it, 
it syncs at the same time and you can monetize straight away which is pretty cool and that's 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 what I like you know not having to wait for the thousand subscribers and thousand hours of watch time it's uh, you know I'm a firm believer in uh, adding value to my work as well because you know I love being a content creator and I love uh, you know doing what I do especially the podcast on wisdom wisdom's been amazing actually it's one of my social favorite social audio app actually uh, so I really like to see a future on wisdom I'd like to see wisdom grow long term I love to see more uh, updates with wisdom as well and you know let's let's see where this goes as well guys I like to wish uh, everyone in the US a good evening and a good afternoon to you in Australia. Good morning to everyone by the time this airs. If you've missed uh, the the show on Wisdom, it'll be up on the uh, podcast as well, so you can listen to it. Yeah, give me a follow on Web Talk as well. And don't forget, stay true to yourself. Keep creating amazing content. And let's see freedom of speech come back to life. Take care, everyone. Bye for now.